Welcome, welcome, welcome in to the Mostly Manly Show. I'm your host, as always, Brad Manley. Hope you weren't tuned in for another show because you got the wrong one. But I'm glad you're here anyway. Oh, my heavens, it is getting on to holiday time, isn't it, folks? What do we got coming up here? Thanksgiving. I have a tough time deciding whether Thanksgiving or Christmas is my favorite. I mean, this time definitely is it, my favorite. But, I mean, I love Love to eat, but I love the feeling and the spirit of Christmas. Um, and I'm not saying I'm overly religious or against overly religious, but people just seem to, across the board, want to treat their fellow human beings better around Christmas time. I saw that a lot when I was in the grocery business um, for several years. People just seem to be more willing to, I don't know, to look look out for their fellow human beings. It's actually a relatively noble quality, and I wish it didn't take a holiday to, you know, make us feel like that. But Thanksgiving, though, whew, you cannot beat Thanksgiving. Everything is like a buffet. You're sitting there with, you know, everything, the turkey and potatoes and stuffing and sweet potatoes. And I like mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and stuffing. I know that... Mashed potatoes and stuffing, a lot of people think, is doubling up on the carbolicious. Shut up. It's Thanksgiving. Sit down. Give me some gravy. I'm with that. There's nothing wrong with a good buffet. What's your favorite? What's the best buffet? Chinese, probably, right? The Chinese buffet is probably the best. I do. I enjoy the living out of a Chinese buffet. Had Chinese this week. Love lo mein. Love. I love egg foo young. And a lot of people don't. I don't, I don't I think they don't even try it because it looks kind of strange. You know, it's like scrambled eggs with junk in it. But if you eat that at eight in the morning, it's called an omelet. Hello, team. It's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. And egg oh egg rolls. <laughs> the trouble with the buffet is that Brad Manley can eat, you know, 10 egg rolls and nobody says, Hey Brad Manley, maybe you shouldn't eat quite so many egg rolls. It's a problem that I you know what? Admitting I have a problem is the first step to fixing it. I don't really want to fix it, but you know, what? Uh, and what's the big deal then? Yeah, get the sweet and sour. I like making a mountain of everything, and I put fry if a fried rice base. Then I put all the different, you know, uh, sesame chicken, sweet and sour chicken, honey chicken, lemon chicken. I don't know. They make eight million kinds of chicken. They alarmingly look like the exact same pieces of chicken. So they're, you know making them and then dumping them in different sauces or whatever. And I don't care what they do. They come out great. They come out delicious. Big fan. And then at the end, you get the, uh, they have like the almond cookies. They have the bananas in like red, jello-y, saucy something. Those are good. But the classic, of course, the classic finisher is the fortune cookie. And initially I'm thinking, why is it called a fortune cookie? There's not like a $10 bill in there, you know, a, uh, little shard of gold or, you know, a little tiny piece of a diamond. It's not that kind of fortune. No, it says something ridiculous, like you will have many friends. One, you don't know me. Two, what if I already have friends? Then the fortune cookie is just, I'll have more, or it's telling me something I already know. You know, what if they were more exciting or more true to life, like unfortune cookies? You know, you crack that bad boy open, it says something like, uh, Andy in marketing is skimming the uh, register. What? Or Debbie is drinking on the job. That that would be an unfortunate cookie. 
Roy from accounting is trying to bang your wife. That see that that is an unfortunate cookie. What would be worse than an unfortunate cookie? A misfortune cookie that could just make you leave the restaurant and not want to eat again. It would just turn your stomach and you'd start to be real. Eh, like, I don't know, like what? You open it up, you know, mm, it's delicious. What's your fortune say, Tina? Well, mine says, oh, your brakes will fail shortly. See, that's a misfortune cookie right there. Or watch out next Thursday. That the impending doom, that's misfortune cookie. Or make the most of your time, the time you have left on earth. A lot can be accomplished in four days. Oh, we'll be back. And we are back. Okay, I have a new show that I've been watching. Uh, it's an older show on Netflix, but I've been watching uh, Lily Hammer. And it's, oh, it's a show. And it's one of the guys, well, Stephen Van Zandt, actually. It's one of the guys who was Bruce Springsteen's band forever. Uh, he was in The Sopranos. Sopranos. And he's in this. And he was that same guy, kind of. He was... Uh, you know, kind of a, a wise guy. Um, and he went into witness protection and he, he chose uh, Lillehammer, Norway, based on the fact that he had watched it in the 92, I believe, Olympics. And he thought the town looked beautiful. So he chose to spend the rest of his life, you know, in exile there. And so it made me think, where would I choose? Where would you choose to go? Like if you were, you know, you were had uprooted and you had to go into witness protection, where would you choose to go? I mean, initially, I guess I would think weather is usually a big factor, right? I mean, I'm thinking I would like something warm. I'm, I spent 34 winters in Chicago and honestly, sometimes even the winters here in Oklahoma are a bit cold. I'd like someplace warm, but then... Or in the beach. Then I think about, you know, other strange weather. You know, I see a lot. They make so much of hurricanes and they're absolutely terrible. But that's all they show. So um, I start to think, is there a hurricane every other weekend? You know, something like that. I don't I don't think that there can be. Um, you know, I'll ask my friend. I have a friend in Miami who will give me the update and let me know if there is indeed a hurricane every other weekend. Or if they're scheduled, like on a TV show. But I don't think that's the case. So I'm thinking, I love Las Vegas. And that seems like that'd be a town you could hide in. You just melt into the, you know, the network of everything else out there. There's just a million people, a million things to do, and a million places to hide. Although, if you go into the Witness Protection Program, they give you a new identity. So it's not like you can't go get a driver's license because... My name's not Brad Manley anymore. Now it's Carl Smitherton. How are you? Okay, remember that name, Carl Smitherton. I'm going to use that if we have to alter ego the show at all. You know, and here's my guest, Carl Smitherton. Uh, yeah, Brad, how are you? That's going to be my new alter ego. Somebody write that down for me because I don't have a pen in the studio. Um, as I talk, I don't write in here. And so Vegas be good. But then I think, and he said in the show, he's like, it's not safe anymore here. 
I need to, I want to go, you know, we picked Lillehammer. So I'm thinking, where in Europe would I go? There's, you know, obviously giant cities there that are famous, famous, famous. Um, I mean, Rome has culture city, right? Landmarks out the wazoo, tons and tons and tons and tons of history, you know, just and the food. So if I had, I would probably rank food up higher on my list when I'm making a choice of where I'm going to go hide at. Um, Paris is supposed to be beautiful. My wife has been to Paris and I said, you know, Paris is supposed to be romantic. Why, uh, why do you think it's romantic? And she's like, nah, it's because the French are supposed to have something. I don't think uh, when she was there, she said she didn't notice that it was any more or less romantic than any other place she had been. So there you go. Straight from my wife. It is the same, same amount of romantic as everywhere else. Not a slight on anyone. It's just people are overselling stuff and that's what they do. But I'm thinking maybe London might be might be a place that I would choose because there is the the smallest language barrier for me. I mean, I don't speak English exactly the way people in London speak English. Hell, I don't speak English the way people here in Oklahoma speak English. But, you know, at least I could probably we could get around it. And I would love, love fish and chips from a real fish and chip shop. Yeah. And I love fish. I love that type, you know, that I used to up in Illinois, I used to play darts out of a bar that was owned by uh, an English couple and they made like giant pieces of cod like that. And so it would be like fish and chips on Friday. And it was, I mean, you had to sit down because that first bite would just about knock you down. It was just fan, fantastic. I was a huge fan of it. Um, I, I have not had, and to be honest, they could have been fooling me. I've never been to England to try the fish and chips, but I'm guessing it was pretty authentic. I have not had it since. And I try to, when I go to a different restaurant, if they have fish and chips on the menu, I try to have that. But heck, I liked it. We used to have a Long John Silver's here in town that's since closed. But I like that, that fish and the fries. I like that malt vinegar. You put it all over there. So where am I going with this? Oh, I'm <laughs> witness protection program. I forgot. If I keep this crap up, I'm going to need a witness protection program. But he, uh, so he, he ends up in Lillehammer, Norway. And now I'm thinking if you are, say you, I don't know, you end up in witness protection program, not necessarily because you have been a bad dude. You know what I'm saying? If you say you witness a, a heinous crime while you're at work and you're say you work at a hardware store or you're a carpenter or in construction, that would be, I mean, that could happen. You know, you're up working on a building where you're a roofer and you're building something. Then over in the backyard of some other house, you see somebody get hurt real bad or God forbid killed. And then you are a witness. I mean, that's what it's for. You know, it's so that you testify then they hide you. So, oh boy, don't make you victim number two. So you're, but you're a carpenter. You're a, a construction guy your whole life. You go to this new place and your new name is, you know, Carl Smitherton. And then you have to come up with a whole new career or 
you, what do you do? Do you go back into the field you already had? Because you have to, when you're talking to people in your new place, you don't want to sell out your, your, the fact that you're in witness protection, you know, because you are this new person with a new life. You don't want to have any links to the old life. So that old boy back there in any town USA finds out that you're whatever you're doing construction in Vegas. And then next thing you know, old boy is over there doing some construction on you with his hammer. I'm just, you know, I don't need that kind of hassle at all. So I want to talk for a minute about um, a girl that I, I say is a friend of mine, but we have, her and I have never actually met, but her mom is a good friend of mine. Um, and now my friend Layton, it, this is what I'm talking about is my friend Layton, her mom, uh, Adrian, I shouted out to last week, but um, Layton is, for lack of a better term, a badass. She has had a bunch of bad shit happen, and she is making every kind of positive change you can imagine for her children, for herself, for her family. And she is brave. She is unafraid to let the world know that she's going through struggles. And it is about the most manly thing I can think of is to show the world that you are not infallible. Um, sometimes we run into problems that are not our creation and we have to dig our way out. And frankly, that's a shovel that Leighton should not have to bear alone. And she's doing it that way. She's uh, not that her family doesn't help her. I apologize. But she is. She's digging in, bad pun, but she's digging in and getting things done. And girl, every time I, I see uh, one of your posts, I'm inspired by it because I'm the king of two steps forward and 11 steps back. Every time I get going on something, whether it's weight loss or I'm going to be more consistent doing the show, then all of a sudden my brain makes up little reasons for me not to either stick to my calorie count or not to stick to a writing schedule so that I can put episodes out in a timely fashion. Um, but Leighton, I'm very proud of the bravery that you show. And it's, it is inspirational, honest to goodness today. I, yesterday we ran a bunch of errands. So my schedule kind of got a little backed up. There's some things I need to do. Actually, my fat ass broke my old recliner. Or it just wore down. <laughs> My wife will give me the business for saying that. So I had to go find a new recliner. And since I had all the nerve damage in 16, I can't sleep flat. So I have to sleep in a recliner. So it's very important to me to find one that is comfortable and suitable. So we we did some, some power shopping yesterday. And we found one that's being delivered Monday. Very excited. I'll let you guys know. So I'll have some place to sleep after I eat Thanksgiving stuff. Um, but I honest to goodness, I was back at Leighton. I honest to goodness had considered not writing uh, today and maybe try to do it tomorrow or my brain would put it off till next weekend. And I didn't want to do that. And I, I honest to goodness thought that Leighton gets after it all the time. And when she doesn't, she's, I want to say man, manly. How's that manly enough to say, you know what? I didn't get it out there today, but I'm going to get it out there tomorrow. And she does. And Doing awesome. Very proud of her. Um, so, Leighton, hopefully you know who you are. And uh, I just want to 
give you a huge, huge shout out from the Brad Manley show. And personally, I really appreciate uh, the way you keep on going. Also want to give a shout out to my friend Jennifer from the foot doctor's office. I keep telling her I'm going to give her a shout out and she hasn't listened yet. I know she hasn't. So I had considered Jennifer, I had considered telling her that I gave her a shout out every single episode just to get her to listen. <laughs> but so I'm giving her a shout out right now. And my friend Linda in Miami, who is going to be my weather person, I'm going to get a hold of her and find out if they have hurricanes every couple of days down there. Um, I'm going to still stay on my weekly schedule. I'm still, I think I told you last week, I'm still contemplating getting starting a YouTube channel. And then I'll let everyone know we're doing a Facebook Live. I will definitely let everyone know. I maybe someone knows and can post on my Facebook page. I'm all I have really is the cameras on my laptop and I guess on my phone, but I don't have a tripod or anything for it. So I don't know how it would be on my laptop camera. It might be a joke. Although, you know, video that's fuzzy would probably help me. Just saying, nobody needs to see this face really that clearly. But uh, <laughs> we're going to try to give it a shot and try to build something here. You know, I figure by uh, Instagram, Facebook, doing the podcast and maybe some YouTube that someone will, you know, take it and think that we might be doing the right kind of thing here and making some people smile along the way. Um, well, the only reason I do it is because I I hope that people do get get a kick out of it or laugh a little bit rather than being upset about everything in the world. Uh, until next week, everybody, I really appreciate everybody sticking with me and you guys try to stay manly.